Okay, I'm here with Kayla, or the text of Kayla. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. How do I get of that? Yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's... Or no, no, sorry. You're Dan... Dandria Naya. Okay, Dandria Dandrianya. See, this is how I don't know these uh, cosplay names. That's okay. But you are a cosplayer. So what what got you lying into cosplay, of all things? Well, crazily enough, I didn't even know cosplay was a thing until like 2017. Um, but I, uh, my coworker, who's now my really good friend, she, uh, we talked about anime and stuff at work and she asked me if I was going to Anime Central 2017 and I was like what's that and so we went together and I fell in love and the rest is history so then you just became uh the well you got 2,000 followers I mean that's kind of cool and, and yeah the fact I, that you got, uh, like you're, you have partnerships with certain companies you get uh 20 percent no 10 to 12 percent off so I mean you're kind of uh you're getting there you're getting noticed. Yeah, I mean, of course, that wasn't the goal at first, but, like, the support has been so overwhelming, and I, I hope to keep growing more. I really I really just want to be um, the representation that I wasn't really seeing back in 2017. Like, it was there, but it, I just... Really? You know. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, there was a few cosplayers I followed that, you know, looked like me, but there's not really a lot. So I, I want people that are trying to get into cosplay um, to know that, you know, it doesn't matter your skin color or race or anything. You can, anyone can cosplay. Yeah. And, and there is the whole thing about guests. Not enough of them are black or, or, uh, or I mean, those those big cosplayer guests, not enough of them are, uh, although there are some Latina and Asians I've seen. But I, yeah, I guess black cosplayers that get onto uh, uh, big conventions, you don't see a whole lot of that. Uh, but I know you're probably also demeaning uh, cosplay in general. But I mean, over the years, we've seen more. We've seen more black cosplayers, at least around conventions. I would go into some events I enjoy, like the Anime Fest and some other conventions going on in Texas, and I'd see a diverse range of people, different skin colors, different sexualities, just all hanging out, geeking out over what costumes they have, screaming, of course, every time <laughs> there's a cos- uh, or costume that a character or somebody's really uh, geeking out or uh, it has a huge uh, fan crush over, they'll be like, Oh my god, it's Batgirl! Take yeah, a that was that was definitely me at um Anime Central my first year. I was <laughs> didn't really like, know oh what to god, expect. Oh my god, it's Kayla dressing up as an anime character. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, um the cons I go to like um in the Midwest are like you said pretty diverse. Like there's a lot of different, you know, sexualities okay. and races but yeah i just meant like um yeah mostly the guests i don't think i've ever been to a con where the cosplay guest has been like black so yeah yeah Yeah, there is that there's i think there's one named black mage but outside that i don't really know of a lot of big black cosplayers or uh, you know there's always different there's always room for more representation i mean other things you don't mention is south indian or indian or uh you know muslim cosplayers oh yeah there's a lot more than just black white yeah no i know there's like so many 
Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, but, I mean, the fact that people are looking at you, uh, the stuff that you do, and I think it's just really cool to have that following. People really appreciate your work and appreciate pretty much everything you're putting up, which is cosplay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's, out of all these cosplays that you do, what is probably your favorite? Um... Honestly, my favorite is probably Nidocris. Um, for those who don't know, she's like uh, the purple-haired like bunny girl. It's not she's not like a bunny though. It's like more um, Anubis ears, but she has long purple hair, and um, she's from the series Fae Grand Order. And um, I fell in love with her because my friend Justin showed her to me, and I was like, "Wow, she's gorgeous, and she looks like me. Like there's someone in, you know." anime who looks like me so i just i had to cosplay her and she's definitely one of my favorites i'm actually trying to find her because i think i saw a picture of you as this character uh no this is probably not what i'm thinking of but i've seen this character before uh who it, it, it's like yeah you got bunny ears and then uh, uh snow no, white but... hair no that's <laughs> Yeah, that's me, Ruko. She's from um, My Hero Academia, but Nito Chris has the purple, uh, purple ears and the purple hair. Okay, yeah, I've, yeah I've, that, that shows how much I don't know about anime. I just, <laughs> no, there. I mean, I try to get. I'm, it's it's okay. not, I'm not one of those people look down on anime. Hey, you know, and I, I enjoy it whenever I can, and you know, I've seen anime films I thought were really good, like uh, Whisker Away. I try to get into anime. It's I'm getting a lot of things. I review movies, I review video games, uh, and, you know, juggling through a lot of things, podcasting. I try to w- watch some anime, so, I mean, you never know. I, I heard My Hero Academia is good, and there's some other anime I've seen and I've heard I should see, so you never know. It's just that there's a lot of anime I'm probably behind on. Uh, oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're like, oh, you don't know. Yeah, no, um, (laughs) I remember going to Anime Central, and, like, the only anime I had watched up to that point was, like, Sailor Moon, Naruto, Pokemon, if you count that, so when I went to the convention, I was like, what is, what is One Piece? (laughs) What are these people talking about? What is, you know, what is, uh, Evangelion, what is, you know, all this stuff I didn't know, but, um, yeah, I've gotten more and more into different series, but there is definitely a lot out there. So I don't, I don't blame you for not knowing every single one. Well, I used to watch Adult Swim, and that's what got me into, you know, as you mentioned, Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, Bobo, 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 Bobo. That is a real <laughs> anime. Uh, yeah, no, it's about a guy with magical nose hair. And he he basically beats up bad guys by weirding them out. Often, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, I was just I was just saying like the synopsis of some animes are so crazy. Like I believe you though. I know it's real. (laughs) No, no, it is real. I used to watch like the whole. It wasn't even that popular. I only ran through like two seasons, two or four seasons. But yeah, I mean the whole show was just one acid trip after another just uh, going through a bad guy and he would defeat the bad guy by just again doing weird stuff often using his sidekicks as punching bags 
uh, and there's times where they'll, they'll make out with each other uh, and do all those sort of things. The sidekicks is basically a, a sun and a blob. You know, a lot of crazy things going on in that anime. But, I mean, I grew up with a lot of adults. Aruka 7, uh, Death Note, uh, what's another one? Code Geass? Yeah, Code Geass. The, all those shows that appeared on Delta Slim for a while. I, I watched all those. But I haven't seen any more recent ones. The most recent anime television series I saw, I just couldn't get into because uh, it was something about religion. But there was often a scene where... And this is kind of what sort of brings me away of anime is that they often have scenes how they depict girls in the anime by doing something about their boobs or lifting up their skirts and everything. Oh, sure. The fan service. Yeah, like I don't I don't completely understand it either. So that's fair. I don't. And there was a running joke where they, they like, groped a woman. I'm like, how is that a running joke? That's kind of disturbing. Uh, but, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. It, yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's a lot of sensitive topics that, you know, kind of maybe get swept under the rug that are um, added into anime. But um, it, it definitely brings up discussion, you know, and awareness. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I know not all anime is about that, and I, that is important to say. No, not all anime is uh, going to treat women like that, but I, I don't know. There's some anime I just couldn't get into because of how they depict females in it. And, and then there's, like, uh, hentai, where they have, like, little girls uh, in skimpy outfits. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what's going on over there in Japan. Uh, yeah i can't really say i've i know anything about hentai besides that uh... i don't know anything (laughs) about hentai so i'm gonna mention two stories one was uh uh how i even saw the hentai was at anime con i was walking by and seeing all these dvds and funimation of all this anime and i just scroll and seeing a uh, a little girl in her bikini uh, showing her butt uh, and getting wet and splashing and I'm like okay what did I run up to and then I look up and then the seller is like hey uh, you need uh, do you know hentai you need some pornography you look like you need some pornography and I I just backed away <laughs> and- oh god <laughs> anyway so okay. <laughs> interesting uh interaction there yeah i mean anime conventions they are well not all conventions are like that i mean but sure. yeah with, with just knowing how many much anime is there was even another part where they did a cosplay contest of showing each of the uh, cosplayers in different anime costumes and they would just announce all of these uh cosplayers and they would go down the list and just name all these anime names i wouldn't even know anything i don't know what the heck and one of them is like mama smoochie cupcake smoochies and i'm like what no but i i get it like whenever there's an anime i can 
could get into like i really get into it so i mean no i i totally get the love for it despite all the weirdness i mean that's part of the no. fun well i mean besides the the groping part but you know uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe there's part of the fun of just loving anime and all that because even though you said that uh you know you never heard of these uh, anime conventions and just look looking at the history of your photos just years later you're just really you know you're just really into it with your cosplaying and uh even like some of your photos i don't know if they're photo shoots or anything but you like to act really silly here i, I think I, I this was one of the first things i saw when i went to your instagram oh gosh yeah hilda <laughs> um God, I can't wait to do her full cosplay. Um, so usually my rule for myself is I don't cosplay a character until I've like watched the series or read it or you know played the game. Yeah, that you have. And Hilda, as well. yeah, and Hilda was um one of those that of course I played Fire Emblem, but I didn't play like if you know about Fire Emblem, I didn't play the Golden Deer route, so I oh, didn't really what? know anything about her um until after I you know uh got like all this stuff for her cosplay. I just really wanted to uh I wanted to make that weapon because I thought it looked super cool but yeah <laughs> uh I uh, looked her up a lot and saw a lot of memes about her and I really wanted to just you know do it for the meme but she's really grown on me I really do love her character now and yeah uh, Sylvain twerking that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know Sylvain twerking okay. uh, what's his name I think Mina Tums uh, on Twitter who made that he's like oh my god he's a god it's it's amazing I love the Sylvain twerking meme <laughs> well I have to say uh, regarding the, your cosplays I mean co- one of the games you cosplay and uh, for his uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses and I I'll say for someone who is not even a big Fire Emblem or at least I'm not saying this looking down on Fire Emblem I'm just saying I've never played any of the Fire Emblem games besides the first one that released on the U.S. on the Game Boy Advance and then Fire Emblem Three Houses. But I was just really swept away by that game. The, the storytelling in that and, you know, the, all the choices you can make and just the fact that you never really feel like there is a definitive good guy or bad guy. You're always making choices that you're going to regret in some way. And that, that's why I just really really enjoyed it was just he, uh, highly invested in the uh story it was just the characters like just getting in the school of uh making friends with all these classmates only to possibly fight and kill them just from disagreeing on uh you know some political things going on political intrigue but that game i thought was really amazing and i would just talk about how amazing that game is people are like oh you like fire emblem oh geez Oh man, why did they make those Fire Emblem games? I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm, I have no idea what happened to those, all those other Fire Emblem games. So I'm only speaking on Fire Emblem Three Houses that I think that yeah. game is amazing. Oh, like it's unbelievable. If I would have known how much I would love it, I would have bought, you know, the big expansion pass. What is it like the Foldland edition, well, I think the Book and everything? Can. Like, you can still like, get the expansion for it. Yeah, definitely. I think I will, but I wish I had, you know, gotten it at first because, like, the, yeah, this game, honestly, is has changed my life. Have you seen in all my cosplays? That's, like, all, <laughs> it's like all I thought about for a while until I started playing Persona 5, but that's a different story. Um, but, yeah, I know Three Houses brought in a lot of newcomers, 
And I don't mean to say that like I am like some Fire Emblem veteran. The only other game I've played is Awakening and uh, yeah, Fates. But I think, yeah, yeah Awakening is pretty good too. But I think the thing with Three Houses was like you said, yeah, like there's no definitive good guy or bad guy. And what I really loved is like seeing all the, you know, all the side characters, like besides the, um, oh, yeah. the house leaders and seeing like how they're involved. Because when you sit back to think about it, it's like, okay, all of this political, you know, turmoil is happening. How is it affecting everyone else in, you know, Foldland in their world? And it's really amazing to see, you know, like um, all these different characters with completely different personalities and, you know, um, uh, what is it? like classes like you know nobles and uh yeah. what is it commoners it's uh it's great to see them all come together and uh you know see their view on everything that's happening and how it affects them and i yeah. really love that yeah no i i i didn't tell that you love it so much that you want those characters to work <laughs> as well so yes <laughs> no no that, that i i definitely see it like i love that game too and uh, so now we're getting into the different when you go to the, your link tree, you got different things going on here. So the first thing is save the world. What is that about? So, yeah, I mean, 2020 has been a year, uh, to say the least. So yeah. I wanted to put that link at the very top above, like, all my, you know, um, if you go down the list, there's my Amazon wish list and my, like, print store and, like, other, you know, stuff. But I think that's the most important thing and I think that should really be a priority for a lot of people because it affects everyone even if you don't think what's happening in the world affects you it, it really does and it's going to change the future and it could be for better or for worse but that's up to us I think so yeah I mean we got a bunch of different uh, organizations I mean of course one of them is Black Lives Matter uh, <sighs> I'm, I'm trying not to even, and I know, I know, I think it's important giving, um, what the heck? Okay, sorry, I, over at my end, there was just like a random beep, and I just looked at it and I saw it, what, what happened out there? But, it's okay, I kind of heard it. Okay, good. <laughs> that, that startled me. I was like, beep, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't do anything. We're under arrest. You as a black woman, you should have a any uh, platform to speak on. But especially here, if there is something you want to say, if, if, as this whole thing, 2020, and even in life, has uh, it affected you personally? And if not, if this is something you don't feel comfortable talking about, that is perfectly fine. But I want to give every man, and especially woman of color, the privilege of, to be able to speak their mind out on things that are going on. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's what I'm here for. That's what I want to use my platform for. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know where to start. <laughs> it's like hey, so much. Go ahead. It's your, your call. Um, well, I'll put this, I'll, I'll try to put this in terms that everyone can understand. Because my thing is I really want, because um, like people of color can empathize yeah. with these issues uh, pretty easily. Like, uh, But I know a lot of my audience um, is probably not people of color. It's probably a lot of white people. So uh, it's harder for, I think it's harder for them to understand just because they see it um I, I used this analogy the other day but like what they see is on tv you know it's like in the news it's not really in their real life they don't have to um really deal with this the way a person of color would so say say i walk outside and it's 
dark at night and I have my hands in my pockets, I feel concerned that if a police officer were to, you know, drive by me or just be patrolling the area that I could, you know, that might be my last walk on this earth. And um, I think as a non-person of color, you don't really have to be concerned with that. So it's just little things like that. Like a lot of these people, like not every, not every person that gets, you know, of course you know killed by a policeman or even a non you know officer is perfect no one has a perfect life but that's still i don't think that justifies anything no you know like like i saw uh what was this uh i think it i think it was like some meme on instagram it was like it wasn't a meme it was like a, a tweet but it was um it said most of you aren't gonna you know follow you know the law and wear a mask so do you deserve to be shot too no and I think that that basically sums it up, honestly. Yeah. Uh, do you, you at the least feel that you do have people who are there for you, which I think is important too? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are, I think, learning and unlearning right now, which is a really good thing. Um, the good, I think the good thing that's happened in 2020 is a lot of people are, you know, reflecting and, you know, learning new things because we have the time to now. So I think, I think it's really good that we're learning and unlearning new things about everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think that even though this is not as popular because there was a trend that happened and uh, people just went back to their normal lives and Hey, you know what, if you consider Black Lives Matter just a polit- political nonsense and all right. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. But at, at, at the very least, that the fact that we do at least do have a, a uh, percentage of people still very much active, very much uh, for the uh, safety of you. And I think that is also very important to keep. I mean, I'm not saying just glance over this and not be wary of things going on but also know that there are people who care about you and you're not alone in this yeah like um I definitely and it's it's very transparent when it happens but you know there's definitely a lot of people that will use like the Black Lives Matter movement and other uh you know movements as clout or as you know a way to get you know more followers and then they won't really you know do anything about it won't really you know speak about they'll just you know make some posts and be like there I did I did my uh I did my good deed for the day and then they'll just go on about their lives and even as you know everything stays the same and nothing really changes they won't speak on it anymore and it's very transparent and it does happen unfortunately yeah but I mean the fact that you do have a growing followers and I know some people look at 2000 like oh that's not much well you look at when you have in the thousands that's still a community that just really loves your stuff and it will grow because you are adorable as heck and I bet a lot of people like looking at your cosplays and all that I mean lady you own up to it there's a picture you even put that as in your link tree like, just, oh Hilda <laughs> yes you're like hey there I, I, I for some reason sometimes when I try to wink I, I just close both eyes instead um, <laughs> I don't know that's a habit with me it's like oh my gosh my other eye is about to close. But no, you, you have a very spirited attitude. And I think that is great. And that's what people really need is just 
someone who's willing to talk about us, but also willing to put up a smile on people's faces. And, yeah, thank yeah. you. No, of course. Uh, well, you are awesome. And I, I mean, this is meant to power you because I, I take pride in doing this and making people like you feel great about yourself. Because, uh, yes. you know, I don't do this for perfect. I mean, it may seem like professional reasons, but I don't really do this primarily for professional reasons because I like to get to know more people. I like to make new friends and, and experience like lives that I haven't before and you know just kind of be have uh, at least more range about the world out there and things that I don't even know about but of course um, and I appreciate that and I hope I wish everyone would try to do that I'm trying to do that and this has been helpful for doing that so thank you for yeah thanks for asking me to you know do this this is great of course and I mean you uh, already I can tell you are amazing and you know I I I, uh, I get it this is our first time talking to each other but I, I mean you know I have a good feeling about people and but with this whole thing about you getting uh different percentages off like you have your own sponsorship I think that's really cool. So, I mean, even at the following of just over 2,000, you got sponsors for uh, different things yourself, or at least different things that you like to buy. And people like to ask that a lot. Like, how do you get sponsorship? How do you you team up with other people? Well, these ones actually, honestly, are just on their website. If you just, you know, scroll down, um, of course, it depends on the company, but a lot of uh, these cosplay, you know, and wig companies have an affiliate program. All you have to do is email them. I think they do review you. Like I know, um, Roll Cosplay, I, they had to review my page and everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of them are free. You just uh, email them, you know, let them know, let them see your profile, and then you're, boom, you're all set. Okay, but, so um, I mean, you're already you're already on there. I mean, now yeah. it's still a long way to go. But do you think that eventually you want this to be your day job as a cosplayer? Yeah, like I was, I was really surprised when I got the uh, role cosplay, you know, affiliate sponsorship. That was, I'm really grateful for that and. Yeah, I hope one day, t- you know, to make cosplay my uh, my full time job. But well, for now, I'll just doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's also why you got a Twitch channel. So in addition to new showing off your cosplays and uh, acting goofy, you got your own Twitch where you're playing Pokemon and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyone who follows me on Twitch, uh, they're a great person because I had a terrible laptop that I was streaming from, so it was very laggy and very low quality but i'm finally uh building my own pc soon so i hope to get back to streaming with better quality than i had so well hey you know extra life is coming up and that's a that's another great opportunity for streamers everywhere i mean that's at least the i I think worldwide but the very least nationwide thing of just gamers banding together and playing video games for 24 hours to raise money for hospitals which this is probably the perfect year uh, I mean, every year is a good year to do it, but even especially this year with COVID, you know, it's going to be a very special thing to raise funds to help treat that. Yeah, uh, I've actually, uh, I've actually participated in Extra Life for the past um, three years, and yeah, I think it's amazing. I, I really do appreciate, you know, gamers for charity. I really do. I love it. Yeah. So no matter what happens, even at the the worst, there's always 
the people who like to very much uh, respect each other. Now, and you also have a YouTube channel too. I think that, isn't that like clips you saved from your Twitch? Those have been deleted because... Oh, well, then why do you have it? Lady, what are you doing? Update your stuff. I know. Um, actually, uh, I had all my VODs on my YouTube, but I deleted them because it, it was pretty embarrassing. It was a Pokemon Nuzlocke, and I lost, so I was uh, pretty embarrassed. But I do, um, once in a blue moon, post music on there. Um, I do a lot of, like, Pokemon remixes. I'm trying to find my own sound at the moment, and maybe I'll upload that on there but um obviously pokemon is a big love of mine so i'll definitely be uploading more remixes eventually <laughs> well, well hey you know it's your life do what you want with it so everybody's every cosplayer's even had that thought on them is like okay when cosplay conventions return and when you know covid's not a big issue do you have any sort of like okay this is what i'm going to do when covid is over type of plan or you're just trying to enjoy life as it is right now. Yeah, I guess, you know, just trying to get used to this life. Um, of course, COVID will end, but I think once it, you know, passes and everything gets back to normal, quote unquote, I personally will still be um, more cautious about what I do. Um, and I hope everyone else in the world is as well. Like, what um, would you feel about, or how would you feel about being in crowds at conventions? Conventions? Like when I'm COVID honestly, is not a big deal, like how would you feel about, say the conventions that, you know, there are certain areas where there's just lots of crowds right close up to people? I think I personally would be okay, but okay. still keeping like um, the things I've learned in, you know, during this COVID routine, like keeping things like that in mind, like I definitely won't be, you know, sharing drinks or food with, you know, people I don't know. Well, like, I mean, that's something you shouldn't do anyway. Right. <laughs> what are you doing? What, what are you doing? No. <laughs> Not, it's not like I did that before, but it's like little things like that that people have overlooked um, before, but now that COVID's Wait, people share drinks and food, so they just took a bite of their cheeseburger and like, hey, you can have the rest. Um, who does that? <laughs> I mean, maybe I've not complete strangers, but I've... People bought McDonald's and they're like, you know what? I took a bite of my fries and I want, hey, you, you can have the rest of my... Oh, I did touch that milkshake, but you can... <laughs> drink the rest of it but i think what they do they yeah. throw it in the trash and move on yeah i'm not saying complete strangers per se but i've seen a lot of behaviors of you know people that don't really know each other that well and i'm like wow that's pretty close for someone you know you you don't really know that well so i i just hope uh people are more mindful about you know who they're around and who they're willing to share their spaces with i think that's well, important well, well sure now that i know that convention goers all this time they've been sharing their food with each other that's, <laughs> i'm i don't know how to process that because i've been to conventions all around texas i've never seen that oh well, okay i mean I've maybe seen that's a midwest order, i've seen people order pizza you know a, a box of pizza and everybody gets like two slices or whatever that's fine but i mean people just bite onto a food or put their you know their uh germs on a food or drink and then just say you know what i'll pass the meal over to you like okay well okay i should i should explain this in a better way so what i mean is like no lately a lot of I'll, i want to tell you this i love i love messing with people so i mean you're fine. okay I, <laughs> okay 
you, you will you will soon know i mean i run a podcast where i like to act like a fool and act like a goofball it is a, it is a comedy show now there are parts okay. where we get serious for sure but yeah i do you know we do roast each other we do have fun i mean i i have a co-host that i love and adore so much on the gaming tadpole and i, I spent the entire hour partially making fun i mean joshing you should say uh but in all good fun because we love each other oh that's great like okay that, that's cool but i don't care uh, <laughs> <laughs> no of course i care that's really awesome you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> that's so cool yeah so where do people find your work um so you can find me on instagram at Dandere Nya. I'm never on Twitter, so I mean, you could follow me on there. Why but you got, like, okay, what are you doing here? You're never on Twitter, you're never on YouTube, but you go to your link tree, you got a Twitter and a YouTube. You <laughs> I know, I, I really stuff. should. I know, I should update more. Um, I don't know. Well, you don't have Amazon I, I do have an Amazon. Okay, good. Or, so we know something's yeah. new. Okay, but yeah, um, I mean, I'll, I'll go on Twitter once in a while, but personally, I've had a pretty toxic experiences so i try to stray away from it so instagram you can find me there reddit um twitch uh in maybe like a month i'll start streaming on twitch okay yeah so when you mention like having a toxic experience and i'm not saying you should go into it but i mean if you want but what i'm trying to say is that what i would do on twitter and this is probably something that's helped me because twitter is toxic that is true actually social media whenever you're just interacting with strangers you're not going to have the best interaction. i mean this is this could happen on instagram i've had plenty of cosplayers tell me they've had racist comments on their posts oh of course facebook and all that so what i would suggest is use Twitter to advertise the work that you put out and that's it. Because I'm saying that Twitter is important in that regard, but nothing else. Yeah, that's uh, fair. <laughs> I mean, I, I've had Twitch streamers tell me that they've gotten some traffic specifically from Twitter. And I know that I would put out something and I would get some clicks or I would get some views that would be coming from Twitter. So it's not something that I would, as a creative, just get rid of entirely. But it is that thing where you just can't consider it your best friend because Twitter is not your best friend. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, of course, I know the importance of, you know, uh, marketing you know, on other platforms and, you know, sharing stuff on other platforms. But I, uh, I'll, I'll, I use Twitter with a six foot pole. Is that what the Grinch said? Or what? no, what was it like a nine and a half inch pole? Okay, I don't in know the Grinch song. Oh my gosh, in the, in the Grinch song, <laughs> in the Grinch song, he's like, uh, I won't touch him with a nine and a half foot pole. But anyways, what, what that's how I am with Twitter. Did you see? The, the one? <laughs> The one with Cindy Lou? <laughs> the cartoon. Which cartoon? There's two cartoons. No, there's three, actually. I don't know. The OG? <laughs> Let's look up the lyrics. No, no, it, it's, it's, it's fine. Oh, lady, I, I adore no. you. In fact, I, I don't... I, I want to keep in touch with you. Don't, don't be a stranger. Really. No, you're good. No, don't. Don't. You better not. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, lady, I, I love you. You're great. Uh, I hope you just enjoy uh, the rest of your week. I mean, hopefully you can just still, at least right now, enjoy You said you're going through school. Is it online or uh, in person? Um, for me, it's actually half and half. I, oh, okay. You know, okay. Yeah, so. Well, yeah, as long as you're being safe and careful, and then just when 
school's over, you can enjoy life and post things about your cosplay. Just keep surviving because, as you said, we will get through this. Uh, yes. yes, we will. Definitely. Anyway, you you have just a wonderful one. And of course, this will be uploaded when it will on uh, Linktree slash Pondscrest. Pick your preferred platform, you know, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we'll be on Google Play and uh, iHeartRadio at some point. We might be in your refrigerator. We might be in your pants. <laughs> we might be in your shoes. Okay, uh, it sounds good. Thanks so much for having me. Of course, of course. You, you yeah, just have a wonderful one. Thank you. So are you. And you take care.